welcome, welcome back, Millies, to another episode of the Millie Walk Talk podcast. I am your host, Armani, and as always, this is a podcast created by a Christian millennial for Christian millennials to bring about guidance, healing, and purpose through transparent and authentic conversations. The goal here is to one, make and keep Jesus cool, and to two, give millennials a platform to help us navigate through life of following Jesus in a world where Jesus isn't always popular. So, I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys listened to last week's episode, A Target on My Back, because this Wisdom Wednesday, if you don't already know, it's Wisdom Wednesday, and this is going to be brought, this is going to be a follow-up of last week's episode on um, Black Lives Matter and our our um, just perspectives as millennials, Christian millennials walking through the current climate of the world and just making history. So we're going to get right into it. And um, this this devotion is going to be something that is just really like close to my heart just because God would not let up, y'all. Like, y'all know how you had, like, God gives you something. You'd be like, aunt, don't really want to do that. And he's like, oh, but baby, you're going to do it. And I'm not going to leave you alone until you do it. So y'all know how much I don't like really doing episodes by myself. So you know that this is true obedience because I'm sitting here doing this by myself. But nonetheless, let's get into it. So if you listened last week, Aaron had made a comment saying that being black comes with a target on our backs. And I wholeheartedly agree. And, you know, people always say, you know, like black people can't afford to mess up. We have to do twice as much work as white people or our other like um, counterparts. So that's kind of where it came from. And when I heard that, it stuck. Like it stuck like glue and I could not let it go. And Jesus just wouldn't let up off the gas for telling me to do this devotion. So our, let's go ahead and get into the text. Our scripture for today is going to be out of James. It's going to be James 1 verses 2 through 8. Again, James 1 verses 2 through 8. So I'm going to read it in two versions for y'all just because I really liked the different translations and we got to break this down a little bit. So I'm going to read out of my actual like Bible Bible, Bible Bible y'all. And this is the NIV Bible. So let's start verse two. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Verse 5, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Verse 6, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed in the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Woo. Woo. Okay. So that, that Bible. Woo. That Bible. Y'all, y'all ever read something, you'd be like, all right, Jesus, don't snatch my edges like that. Okay. So that was, again, the New International Version. I don't know if I said that, but that was the New International Version. And I'm also going to read it in the Message Version because I just, it was something about the Message Version that really, like, I it just, it just shook me up a little bit, y'all. So we're back at verse 2. James 1, verse 2. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. 
you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into, uh, into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let, let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get this help and you won't be con- cond- <laughs> and you won't be condescended to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who were people and y'all, this is in quotations. People who worry their prayers are like wind whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. I told y'all that mess the message version. I, if I thought NIV snatched my edges, the message version really snatched my edges. Like really snatched my edges. So that leads me to my first point. Literally, the word says consider it pure joy. Another version says count it, count it as joy. The message version says consider it a sheer gift. And this, God wouldn't let this up off my heart because a target on your back should be considered as joy. I know it's so hard to see it. Like, why would a target on my back be joy? Like, how was, God, how was that joy? Please, please tell me where the joy is in that. Like, I I understand. But like the line after that, whenever you face trials of many kinds, of many kinds, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, You'll know that it's the, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So it's like, one, and I love to look at it this way. If Jesus had to go through things, so do we. So we can't, we're not exempt from trials. But the blessing and the, the joy, the beauty of our trials is that our faith is growing. And who wants to be stagnant in their faith? Like the the goal in life as Christians should be continual, gradual growth in our faith. So it's like if I gotta go through a couple of trials, if I gotta get beaten up, if I gotta be a target, if I have to be the minority, if I have to be the person that's gonna break general generational curses, so be it. It's I have to look at it as joy. When we start to look at the things that we face as joy, it makes a world of difference. Like per- perspective is everything. So I really want to challenge you guys to look at look at our position in the world right now as if, if you're black, if you're a minority right now, look at that as joy. Like count that as joy. God says, God says that these trials produce perseverance in our faith. These trials are going to help us grow our faith. And at the end of the day, that should be what your mind is focused on. Amidst everything else, amidst all the chaos, amidst all the turmoil. Just know that the joy in all of that is that your faith will be growing. So two. So that's just thought point number point number one. Point number two. Actually, I low-key like later to point number two. So point number two is to grow your faith. Nope. There's no point in pursuing Jesus if you're comfortable where you are. Like, we should not be content in where we are with our faith. We sh- the goal should always be to grow. So yeah, that was point number two. I hit two nails, you know, two breaths with one stone. There you go. Number three is fight through it. So I'm going to take y'all back to verse three. 
Actually, no. Well, I'll go from verse 3 to verse 4. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay. Okay. So let's let's get into this. What does perseverance mean? Perseverance, the dictionary definition, because if you know me, you know that I like to... I'm a dictionary ward, whatever they call it. I love to pull from the dictionary. So the definition of perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving achieving success. That alone, the definition of persistence plus the scriptures should make you run around the room. Like I don't even have to say anything. What what old people say that'll preach itself. Like that'll preach itself. Just one because. Anything in life is not going to happen. Nothing in life is going to happen overnight. Absolutely nothing. So it's just like, if we have to, we have to persevere. Like, we can't, so point number, remember point number three was fight through it. Listen, and I'm going to tell y'all one thing. If it's not nothing I don't know about the enemy, he going to come at you hard. Like, the devil ain't tiptoeing up in your life to mess up your stuff. He not tiptoeing to mess up your relationship. He not tiptoeing to mess up your ministry. Oh, the devil is coming guns blazing. Like, no hose bar. So why would you let up? Like, fight. If I'm, if I'm, if me and the devil gonna be in something, you better believe he about to get a fight of his life. So persevere, like push through that. P- push through it despite difficulty. And I want to relate that back to, what we're going what we're going through in the world right now because it's difficult like dealing with people that are racist it's difficult dealing with your with you know close i mean i don't want to say close but dealing with your boss that might be racist or dealing with your neighbors that might be racist or just some random karen on the street that it's 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 difficult i understand the difficulty in it but there would person it would be no no reason to persevere if the situation wasn't difficult so Oh, and it's difficulty or delay. Delay meaning we might not see the change today. We might not see the change tomorrow, but that doesn't mean we give up. That doesn't mean we stop fighting. That does not mean we let the enemy win. That don't that does not mean by any mean that doesn't mean at all that we let the devil take us out. Like if you're gonna fight, whether it's for social justice, for racial injustices, for police brutality, for your life, for your marriage, for your relationship for your children, whatever it is, for your ministry, for your job, don't persevere. You go, you're going to push through that. You're going to fight all the way through it. Despite the difficulty, despite how long it's going to take you to get there. We're still, we, we still have to push through it. We still got to fight, 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 fight. I don't know if I'm just really loving fight right now, but like I said, enemy can't take me out without a fight. So best believe if y'all ever see me, if the enemy that ever took advantage of me or, you know, got the best of me, y'all better know that I ain't go down without a fight. And I'm telling my millies, like, we're not going down without a fight. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not happening like that. It's not happening like that. You better fight. All right, so we let me get y'all out of here. I said I'm going to wrap y'all up. So, we're going to get into verse, hmm, hmm, what do I want to go with? So, actually, no, I'll, I'll, we'll take it back to verse 5. Verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who believe, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Verse 6. But when you ask, you must believe, 
and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind better preach yourself <laughs> i'm gonna keep saying it because that word of preach yourself like the word of preach yourself okay so when it comes to any area of your life if you're asking God for wisdom, which we should be asking God for wisdom on a daily, consistent basis, like, we don't know nothing. We in these streets just figuring it out. We don't know. Like, without God, we are clueless, baby. We clue All of us, like, we all clueless. So, we need to be asking for wisdom. But what is the point in asking for wisdom or praying for wisdom if you're going to worry and you're going to doubt? Baby. Baby. So, the NIV says when you ask you must ask with no doubt then the message version says ask boldly believing without a second thought people who worry and i told y'all this was in parentheses people who worry their prayers are like wind-winded whips my one of my mentors used to always say worrying negates prayers if you're going to worry about something are you really telling god that you trust him to do what you're asking for like and I want to really relate this to right now as in we can't we can't let up on prayer. Like we still have to donate. We still have to protest. We still have to do all of these other things. But prayer should be our first step. I don't care what the most activist person says. If they're not telling you to pray first, they're wrong. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Like. Prayer should be our first response to everything. Before you go out to protest, before you donate your money, before you do anything, you need to go to God and just go to war for our people. Go to Just go to war. Get on your knees and literally go to war. But ask boldly. Like message version says, ask boldly, believing without a second thought. So don't ask God to be like, God, we need to change. God, I want to see your glory here on earth. God, I want to see, I want to see justice. For, for my people, God, I want to see justice for Breonna Taylor. I want to see justice for George Floyd. I want to see justice for all these people. Believe that. Like, in your heart of hearts, believe that God can give justice and God will give justice. I think that so many times we mess up and then want to blame God. We mess up in that second thought. We mess up in doubting. We mess up in really not trusting that God can do what he says that he's going to do. That God can... Do, that he is who he says that he is. When we ask God something, we have to ask him boldly, believing without a second thought. When I, when I come to God, I'd be like, y'all, and I'm, let me tell y'all right now, <laughs> this is kind of unrelated. But when COVID first started, I just knew that it was a joke. Every morning before I would even pray about anything me related, I was just like, God, I'm really, I'm really hoping and praying that we're going to wake up and COVID going to be gone, bruh. Like, I mean, still here, but nonetheless, like, and, and I was telling my friends, like, I really believed that we were going to wake up and COVID was gone. Now, I don't know what God is up to. It ain't my job to understand. It ain't my job to try to figure it out. But the point is, I really believed that we were not going to have COVID anymore. I really believed that this was going to be a joke and we were going to wake up and the whole country was going to be back to normal. Like the whole world was going to be back to normal. I don't know. But the point is, when you ask God for something, believe that he can do it. We... We, we can't shortchange God. like, And I really think that doubting God and having second thoughts about our prayers or having second thoughts about what he can and can't do and all the other things, we put limits on God, number one. And who are we to do that? Like, baby, he made us. What do we look like trying to tell him what he can do? You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'm done. I'm done here. 
I'm done here. Number four, point number four, believe what you ask. Believe what you, when you go boldly, when you go to the throne of God, go boldly. Don't don't go tiptoeing. Don't go with that worry. Don't go with that doubt. Go go boldly. Go courageously. Believe. Go like you know that you know that you know that you know. You ain't even seen it, but you know that it's gonna happen. Like, come on, baby. You know <laughs> when you know, you know, because you know who's doing it, baby. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right, I'm done here. I am done here. I really hope that this actually let me run it back. Let me run it back. I am done here, but I'm gonna go back through the points one more time. Make sure y'all got this. One, consider it pure joy to have a target on your back. Consider it pure joy that the enemy wants to take you out. Consider it joy. Count it all, count it all as joy. Count every little thing as joy. Number two, grow in your faith. Let, let every trial and every storm that hits your, hits your doorstep be a chance and an opportunity for you to grow in your faith, for you to get closer to God. Number three, fight through that. We're going to fight through these storms, baby. We're going to Muhammad Ali through these storms, baby. Don't don't give up easily. Don't let the devil take you out. Fight through that. Fight fight through it with everything that you have in you. Don't, don't let the devil take you out on no easy stuff. Like I said, if he's going to take you, which he's not, <clears throat> which he's not, but if he going, if y'all going to fight, if y'all going to fight, y'all going to tussle, you're going to give him a good fight. And number four, believe what you ask boldly no doubts no worries no fears none of that believe it is believe what it is that you're going to die for and yeah i'm done here so i really hope that this blesses you all in some way that this is an encouragement to to just go out into the world and count it joy to have a target on your back count it joy that the enemy wants to take you out because there's obviously something about you that he can't stand there's something about us that he don't like so I really hope that this encourages and empowers you all to just go out and, again, be the change, fight hard, don't give up, keep growing in your faith and everything else. As always, I appreciate you, you guys' support so, so much. Um, if you want to be featured on an episode, if you want to sit down at the black table, I like to call it, you can DM me, email me. Our Instagram is Millie Walk Talk Podcast. Um, that's M-I-L-L-I-W-A-L-K-T-A-L-K. Um, Millie Walk Talk on Twitter. Yeah, we're on Twitter now. So go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Our website is MillieWalkTalk.com. Subscribe to our email that's on our website. Um, I send out emails in regards to upcoming episodes or just things that we have going on here. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate you all for listening. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up in prayer. And we're going to be out. Have a good Wednesday. Spirit of the living God, thank you. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just waking us up today, God. For giving us, um, for allowing us to just live and move and breathe as you've called us to, God. We know that in a world where literally people are dying second by second, God, that you've spared us yet again. We don't know why, God, but we're grateful that you've given us another chance to continue to chase after you and chase after the will and the way that you have for us, God. I ask that you may place it on our hearts to be bold and courageous when we walk out into this world, God, knowing that being black isn't easy. Being black and being having a target on your back, God, isn't easy, but You've called us to have this target on our back, God. And we have a target on our back for a reason. There's something that you want us to do, God. There's something 
that that the enemy is trying to take from us, God, that you won't let happen, God. I ask that you continue to place the the courageousness on the inside of us, God, to continue to fight towards our purpose, continue to fight the enemy, and not let the schemes of the enemy enemy take advantage of us, God. That we're gonna we're gonna get to our destiny, we're gonna get to our purpose by any means necessary, God. No matter how long we have to fight, no matter how hard we have to fight, God, we're gonna fight for your kingdom. We're gonna fight for the things that you have placed on the inside of us, so that they may be birthed into the earth, God. That we don't leave here with what you. We don't take home with us, God, what you meant for us, what you meant to stay here, God, that we continue to just chase after you and chase after your will and your way that you have for us, God, that we may count it as joy, God, to go through suffering, count it as joy, God, to, to have a target on our back, God, to know that. That, that suffering that you placed in front of us, God, those those valleys that you placed in front of us, God, those storms that you placed in front of us, God, are meant to grow us, God. They're not meant to take us out, God. They're meant to grow us and meant to help us get closer and closer to you, God. So I pray that we may accept those challenges and be obedient to the storms and the purpose of the storms that you have placed in front of us, God, that we learn to conquer everything that you place in front of us, God, with ease and with grace and just with boldness, God, that we come to you boldly, that whatever we may ask, God, that we may truly believe I, I, I'm rebuking worry, God. I'm rebuking doubt, God. I'm rebuking fear. Whatever it is, God, that is, is causing us to, to doubt you and to not think that you can do what you said you're going to do, God, I'm, t- I'm asking that you may remove that. Remove that worry, God. Remove that anxiety, God. And just give us everything that of you. Give us, replace replace worry with, with strength, God. Replace worry with courageousness, God. Replace worry with boldness, God, that we may continue to chase after the things that you have and the purpose that you have for us. Um, I just want to thank you, God. Um, Thank you for being who you are, God. Thank you for being Lord of Lords, God. Thank you for just making a way out of no way. Thank you for continuously saving us when you didn't have to, God. And I just ask that you continue to place purpose on the inside of us, that we may continue to to fight for you and bring glory to your kingdom. It's in your precious son, Jesus' name I pray. Amen. See y'all later next week. (laughs) 